on the Aggie Sports Network. From Learfield, Aggie football has been brought to you by Sports Academy and Racquet Club. Your club, your results, your life. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Ford, go further. ARS, clean up, restore, rebuild. And by Stokes, Stokes Trucking. Doing the right thing since 1979. Welcome to Aggie Postgame. Final here in Albuquerque. Utah State gets the 35-10 victory over New Mexico. The Aggies, hey, look, bowl eligibility was a long time ago with this team. Now we're talking about a Mountain West Conference championship game next week against San Diego State. The stars aligned. You got everything that you needed in this game. You needed number one to beat New Mexico, and then number two, you needed to uh, get that uh, San Diego State win over Boise State. You go check and check, and the Aggies are playing for a championship. And remember, as we got this thing kicked off, it was 16-3 to Boise State over San Diego State. And we were a little bit nervous, but then San Diego State took care of their business. Utah State, spot on in that first half, was able to t- take care of their business. And that sets up Aggies-Aztecs in Carson, California next Saturday. Yeah. Amazing. Who would have thought back in Pullman that this team would be playing for a conference championship when it was all said and done? Boy, think about the, the ebbs and flows of the season. Yeah. The, uh, the 3-0 start, including that electric game over at uh, Colorado Springs against the Air Force Academy, where they walked out with a 49-45 to, to win after getting behind four different times by double digits in that game. And Andrew Peasley was such a catalyst in bringing the Aggies back in that one. Then you go through that little lull between – Boise State and BYU, and then you start chunking out grinding sort of victories against UNLV, Colorado State, and uh, and then you get a, you know a little bit of a breakaway win against Hawaii. You have the setback last week against Wyoming, but then you bounce right back. And the resiliency of this these kids and the the precise nature of this coaching staff and helping these kids to overcome the adversity has been so special to watch all season long. And the Aggies once again here this afternoon. They got up early. They were able to just salt this thing away in the second half. And Utah State has got a chance to win a conference championship next Saturday. Amazing. So uh, a couple things to really break down here. First off, how about this? Utah State 6-0 and on the road for the first time in school history. That's, a, that's an impressive number to go 6-0 and on the road. Uh, you had a day where Devin Tompkins set the record for most yards in a single season, uh, snapping uh, the record sent by – Kevin Curtis, uh, Kevin Curtis yep. back in 2001, I believe it was. Also, you had a big day for Logan Bonner, who tied Jordan Love for most touchdowns thrown in a season with 32. He threw five today. Amazing to watch. He threw for 306 yards, and uh, he threw his guys open. Derek Wright, four catches for 150 yards and two touchdowns. And you're right. He, he ties the likes of Anthony Calvillo, Brent Snyder, Tony Adams, and Jordan Love, Chucky Keaton. Wow, that's elite company from some of the probably the best quarterbacks in the history of the school that Logan Bonner now has been a part of that fraternity, and he's still got two games to go. He's likely going to break the all-time record for passing yardage in a single season with two, with two games to go and certainly will likely break the touchdown uh, throw record as well. He's tied that right now with, uh, with uh, Jordan Love, and so it'll be – Fascinating to watch how it plays out. And by the way, Scotty, I am a little bit nervous. I'm seeing Andrew Peasley walk in a sling to the locker room right now. Yeah. He kind of took an awkward fall on that shoulder. So 
that will be really interesting this week to see if maybe Cooper Lega becomes the, the number two QB for next week's championship game in Carson. But Logan Bonner was really good tonight. And uh, the, the running game got it going a little bit there in the second half. Calvin Tyler ends with 10 carries for 37 yards. And I thought John Gentry ran very well down the stretch with seven carries for 30 yards. Peasley had three for 35. Elelia Noah, seven for 35. And uh, Devin Tompkins, one for two. And uh, in the receiving game, Devin Tompkins finishes with five catches for 35 yards. Not his best uh, in terms of yardage, but he, he impacts the game in so many different ways when he draws all the attention and allows his mates, including Derek Wright, who had the 150 yards on uh, four catches and two touchdowns, including that beautiful 76-yard bomb from Logan Bonner. And then Brandon Bowling had three catches for 75 yards and a touchdown. Elelian Noah, two for eight. Jordan Nathan, the one catch on the double move in that first half for 39 yards and the touchdown. was great to see him get involved. Justin McGriff had the one catch on the yep. fade ball for the one touchdown. And uh, Calvin Tyler Jr. had one catch for two yards. John Gentry, one for negative one. All in all, Utah State ends with 440 yards of total offense. And they gave up only 186 held New Mexico under 200 yards on the game. And uh, they ended up with, want to check this, 12 tackles for loss on defense. A great, complete effort from this Aggie football team. Utah State gets the victory 35-10. to 10. We'll hear from Nick Henniger coming up a little bit later on. You'll hear from Logan Bonner. You'll also hear from uh, the head coach, Blake Anderson, who, I don't know, maybe he can uh, crack a bit of a smile and enjoy this one a little bit. <laughs> he probably can't because now you're going to get on a plane and you're going to spend a lot of time breaking down a really, really good San Diego State team who's 11-1 and one on the season. Only one loss, the one to Fresno State, and they had to win today because Fresno State was lurking. Had yep. Boise State won that game in, against San Diego State, then it was Fresno that was going to host the Mount West Conference Championship. The Aztecs get it done, the Aggies get it done, and the scenario played out just as we had hoped as we exited Maverick Stadium last Saturday night, kind of down in the mouth and droopy. Well, we're right back in the saddle right now with a chance to win a Mount West Conference championship. You're listening to Aggie football from Learfield. Utah State gets it done 35-10, to 10, knocking off uh, what was a, a, a New Mexico team that's battled all year long. Their season is now done. They've got some work to do. They've got some good young pieces, uh, pieces in place here. They could uh, turn this thing around pretty quick. Discount Tires has locations in Logan, Providence, and Smithfield. Discount Tires offers services such as oil changes, emissions, alignments, car maintenance, and more. More information is available at webtires.net. You're listening to Aggie Football from Learfield. Welcome back to University Stadium with the Aggies getting the victory over New Mexico 35-10. That means Utah State has won five consecutive games against the Lobos. Valley Office Systems has been a proud partner of Utah State Athletics for eight years, providing office equipment and technology like printers, copiers, and software to businesses with uh, customer service and support. Eight locations throughout Utah, Idaho, and Wyoming. More information is available at valleyofficesystems.com. 6-0 on the road. That was one of my keys. They, the road-tested road warriors at the beginning of this game, and uh, they showed it once again here this afternoon, being very resilient, playing a very solid game across the board. Uh, a few penalties. Uh, you know, they, I think they really they ratcheted back a little bit there in the second half out of respect for Rocky Long and for, for Danny Gonzalez. But uh, overall, a very solid football game for Utah State, uh, giving up only 186 total yards. Uh, Bryson Carroll ends 8 of 10 for 57 yards and a touchdown. Connor Ganahl was 4 of 9 for 28. Uh, Peyton Dixon, 23 carries for 95, running out of that weird pistol 
I formation. I, I think you've coined that one now. I, that one might yeah. be a, a Scott Gerrard special now for offensive formations. <laughs> and uh, they end up going 48 carries for 101 yards. Utah State gave up only 2.1 yards per, per attempt, but, but they also had 12 TFLs on the game. Amazing performance by that Aggie defense. So I want to go back to Pullman, Washington. We were getting a little bit of breakfast at the hotel buffet, and Nick Henniger was there, and I leaned over to Nick and said, how good are you guys going to be this year? And he's like, I think we're going to be all right. I think we're going to be pretty good. Nick Henniger, kind enough to join us. Nick, you're, uh, you were more than just good. You're a division champion, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It feels great. Uh, this was a game that was kind of a weird one because you guys dominated, uh, but what point did the game did you find out that San Diego State had beaten uh, Boise State? Uh, Coach pulled us together at the uh, beginning of the fourth quarter. We did our four call, and he told everybody to get in, get on a knee, and he just looked at us and he said, hey, we got to finish out this fourth quarter because we're – San Diego State just won, and I, I looked at him. I'm like, man, you trying to make me cry in the fourth quarter? Like, what are you doing? I still got to finish the game. <laughs> well, Nick, uh, obviously you guys knew that they were a little bit limited because of all their injuries and attrition uh, offensively, but uh, I thought you guys were locked in early and uh, and really dominated this football game. What did you see out there? Yeah, I, I feel like the same. Uh, we came in with a good gra- uh, game plan, and we were able to execute. Um Props to New Mexico. I think we both had similar seasons last year, and uh, just the way they play, I I, I respect them, and uh, I'm happy for them to at least get a get a few wins this year. And just the fight that they have, even though you know you could easily say, oh, we we don't have anything to play for, but uh, they played hard. Uh, although we were able to execute, um, I'm just happy for our team. Happy that we were able to execute on our side and and get the win and just focus on us, right? Want to know. We didn't need to focus on uh, the San Diego State, what was going to happen. It, it, it really didn't matter. All we had to do was be happy with the result we put on the on film today. So, uh, look, you've got two more games to play. You've got a conference championship to try to win. You, I know there's going to be a lot of time for a reflection later, but for what you went through last year and where you're at right now, I mean, what are the emotions like for you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, a lot of emotions. Uh, Scotty, you're going to make him cry now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just thought of my wife and uh, my family and my parents traveled, and and I, I wanted to get back to my phone so I could look and call my wife. And uh, I'm still starving for a championship, right? We're not done. But it, it sure does feel great to be at this point right now. And uh, it's just more more fuel to our fire to go ahead and, put everything we've got into this week of preparation and and play our best game. I got to ask you a, a couple of plays out there. Uh, talk about the fumble recovery on the punt. Uh, what did you see on that one? <laughs> uh, I was laughing. I was telling uh, uh, Coach Perimsky, I was like, hey, you, how's the shield going to run down there and get the fumble? But uh, <laughs> uh, it, it all worked out. You know, the, with the football, the ball can bounce anyway. And uh, – we just focus on hustling to the ball on a, as, a, as a D, and uh, it translates over to special teams. And we talk about being the first to the ground. And on that play, uh, we were first to the ground. What is it, to, Nick, in your makeup and in your training or in your personality that, that drives you? 
I mean, I, I remember playing the first half where I think you came up the middle. I think you had the prowler going, and uh, you came up the middle on a blitz, and, and the quarterback rolled to the left, and you are able to chase him down. I mean, you, you are the shielder on the punt, and you're down there recovering. What is it about your makeup that says, I, I just have this motor that i got to keep going? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, great coaching and believing in the coaching. I believe that even from – Little league, and especially in high school, my uh, uh, high school coach, Coach Peck, he 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 drilled that into us to you know if you just believe in the process that I will put there for you, then we will be successful. And in high school, we went 14 and 0, and we hardly conditioned because he said if you sprint in practice and you give 100 percent in everything you do, every drill, we won't condition. And I feel like uh, that has been instilled in me and. And having Coach Anderson come back and having similar uh, similar thought process of how you go about the process of, you know, we're going to give 100% in all our drills and practices and just running around everywhere. And uh, it's part of our culture, part of our culture here at Utah State, and I'm proud to be part of that culture. Was it weird? I mean, look, you're up 35 nothing going into the fourth quarter, but there's still 15 minutes to play, and you'd known that San Diego State had won, and the likelihood of New Mexico coming back uh, was 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 pretty slim. So was it kind of hard playing those last 15 minutes of the game and, and, and finishing this thing? I would say it was not hard at all. If anything, I was more <laughs> and more excited, especially because we're able to get some uh, some of the younger guys in who haven't been able to get as many reps. And I remember Addison and Darius, both those guys got in on, at the end, and, and they got tackles and TFLs. And I, I was just over there with the other ones on defense just yelling, hooping and hollering because we just – I mean, we love each other, and we're excited to see each other su- uh, succeed on the field. And it was just great to see those guys out there. So what does it mean then, I mean, to, to actually play for a conference championship after where, where, where this team was a year ago? I, I mean, it's, it, it, does it seem believable to you guys? It is 100% believable to me. Uh, I remember when I was making the decision whether I was going to come back for another season here, and I talked to Coach Anderson, talked to Coach Bonda, and I told him, I said, if I come back, I'm coming back to win a championship with this team. And I believed in this team from the get. And like you mentioned earlier, that Washington State game, getting that first win really, I think, helped the whole team realized, oh, wow, we really are capable of doing great things. And we just trusted each other this whole year, trusted the process, and honestly, it's a great culture will take you far, right? Yeah. And we've just believed in each other and trusted in each other, and here we are. Well, I'll tell you what, when uh, when the football days are done for Nick Henniger, you, uh, your business can hire him as a motivational speaker, and uh, <laughs> he will get that done for you. Uh, Nick, man, congratulations. Uh, love what you've been able to do this year. Congratulations on everything. Uh, but you still have more work to do, and uh, yes, sir. look forward to hanging out with you in Carson, California next week. Thank you. Let's go get it. Let's do it. Not like you and I have anything to do with it, but uh, – I, I, thought, be fun. I thought we had everything to do with it. <laughs> we get to talk about it all the time. We certainly do. But you're right. I'm, how motivational is that guy? I, I mean, that's a guy you run through a wall for right yep. there. I mean, he's the guy that you just jump on his back. And Coach Bonda told us that early in the season. He said, I, I, there's something about this guy. He's going to get a shot at, a, at, a, at, a, at least a, a special teams opportunity at the next level just because of his effort. 
and his enthusiasm. It's amazing to watch. So back in 2018, Jordan Love set the record for most touchdowns thrown in a season at 32. Today with his five, Logan Bonner has tied that record. Also tied the record for most touchdown passes thrown in an individual game. He had five today, and Logan Bonner's kind enough to join us. Uh, Logan, how you holding up, man? How you feeling? I'm great now. Yeah, I bet. Excellent. I bet. Congratulations. Uh, we were just talking to Nick Henniger. What were the emotions like on the sidelines when you guys are up big and then also found out that San Diego State had knocked off Boise? Uh, I think that it's always uh, scary to going in the game. We knew, hey, no pay attention to any phones or anything, just do our job. And when we knew we were playing really well and they told us um, – I think you just saw pure joy um, coming from the guys that stayed here, and they've been through a lot. Um, me coming in, and them opening, uh, opening, uh, coming, let me come in the team and with open arms. I think that you just saw pure joy of all the hard work we put in, and and uh, we still got one more game, and we're not done yet. And you know, you've now tied uh, Jordan Love for the all-time record in single-season touchdown passes. And uh, as Scotty mentioned, Chucky Keaton, Jordan Love, Anthony Calvillo, Brent Snyder, Tony Adams all through for five touchdowns in a game. You now add your name to that list, and you've got over 3,000 yards on the season. What a special season for you guys. It has to feel so good in that locker room right now. Oh, it's unbelievable. I think the guys just bought in from day one, and I think that it shows on their faces. Um, a lot of guys are tearing up, and they're excited because nobody, nobody gave us a shot. Not Nobody except for the people on the team believed, and some of them didn't even believe it first. So we had to get those guys going, and – and uh, it's really remarkable. We still got another game, and we're going to prepare like uh, to go win it. So uh, again, you had multiple opportunities today where uh, you draw guys off sides, you look for the deep ball down the field, and uh, you were able to get a couple of them. And again, Derek Wright. I mean, Devin Tompkins gets a lot of uh, love, and deservedly so. He's earned all the accolades and all the attention. But just how good have these other guys been? Because it was fun to see uh, McGriff get a touchdown, Derek Wright get a couple. Brandon Bowling, get, I mean, it was it was fun to see you distribute the wealth today. Yeah, all those guys deserve it. I mean, DT is a great player, and he does a lot of things for our team. He draws co double coverage a lot, and I think that it helps other guys in situations where they can make plays. I think that you saw that guys on our, any any guy on the team can make a play at any time. So I think that uh, I was really happy with that. I, I was going to make that same comment. It seems like uh, as DT gets more double and you know more tension. Your other guys are now stepping forward, and, and uh, you, you've got a great connection now starting to build with, uh, with Derek Wright. And uh, I thought the, uh, the big 76-yard touchdown pass, what a beautiful throw that was. And what did you see on that play? Uh, well, we finally hit it. We ran that route a couple times. Um, I threw a pick on that route in the first game of the year um, against Washington State. And then we tried to hit it a couple times um, all year, and I've just missed it every single time. So uh, I knew – we weren't going to miss it this time. I was going to make sure I got it to him, and he, it was a great play, and he's a he's a great receiver, and he's, he's really getting better every week. Maybe this is a question for when the season's over, but uh, you've taken uh, taken a lot of hits this year. You've got roughed up a little bit. Um, how uh, – obviously, how you feeling, but, uh, but, 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 but how's the whole body holding up at this point? Uh, some days are worse than others, but I, I feel great, and I'm good, and I'll be ready to roll. I, you know, I, I – each game, you've you've taken a bunch of big hits. Uh, what did this team throw at you that uh, that you know? Obviously, that three three five, and that you got pressures coming from all over the place. Uh, what was your biggest key today to say, you know what? We know we're going to take our shots, and and uh, we're going to be ready for those opportunities when they come. 
Yeah, they do a lot of things. Um, they move around a lot. Um, it's hard to ID stuff in the O-line. And, and we knew they were going to make some plays, um, just, just the way the defense is. And they're really slippery. They do a really good job of what they do. Um, we wanted to use the tempo and, and get them off off their uh, what they wanted to do. And I think that we did a really good job. Um, we knew they were going to make plays, but we just wanted to be patient all day and um, hit the shots when we had them. With some crossover games that uh, you've had in watching film, have you been able to have any eyes on San Diego State or uh, any any thoughts early on on this team? Uh, yeah, I've watched them a lot um, just throughout the year. I mean, sometimes they play when we don't play. Um, they're yeah. really physical. They're a really good team. D-line's really, really good. They get after the quarterback, and it's going to be a tremendous challenge, but I think we're up for it. 6-0 and on the road. What's the mindset of this team when you guys hit the road? Because that's the first time in school history that's ever happened. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah. I think that the the memo is go out there and just control what you can control. Want to know every day, one quarter at a time, one play at a time. Um, never really thought about being on the road or or not or at home. Um, it's just go out there. Every game is one game at a time, and just whether you're home or away, it's just the same mindset every time. So I'm curious, and, and Scotty's right. We'll talk about reflection a little bit later, but I have to believe that uh, your decision to come to Utah State. By the way, I saw your mom and dad this morning at breakfast, uh, along with the bowlings and. Uh, um, got to be a special moment for you to say made the right choice to come to Utah State. Without a doubt, 100%. Well, hey, we appreciate your time. Uh, look forward to catching up with you again. Uh, good luck this week in prep, and uh, let's uh, let's uh, let it rip down there in, in Southern California. Should be fun. Absolutely, should be a great time. You got it, <laughs> Logan Bonner, right here on on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. You know, he doesn't want to talk about the getting banged around. No, he doesn't. Uh, and I totally understand it, too. Such a tough, tough kid. You know, and now 32 touchdown passes and only 10 interceptions. And this was the first game that he has not thrown that interception. Uh, maybe the second game. I think it's second. Second was... game. And uh, protected the football. And I thought he was beautiful on his long balls today. That was really fun to watch. Blake Anderson joining us, uh, the coach of the division-winning Utah State Aggies. Coach, we're a long ways away from Pullman. Congratulations on getting that thing done today. Yeah, the guys did a phenomenal job. You know, it's it's kind of a test of maturity and discipline to to tell them just to focus on what we can do and quit worrying about what's happening in California. And, uh, to, uh, I thought they came out of the gates and, and did a great job. I, I felt really, really good, obviously, about our matchups uh, defensively. We, we knew they were – struggling to to put a system on the field that could move the ball and we just didn't want it to be silly and and to be undisciplined and and give up some some trick plays or some out of gap points and to to be able to just you know get them off the field and get them off the field and even bend but don't break a couple times I thought the defense did a phenomenal job but you're just talking to Logan man the ability to handle all the stuff that Rocky and them threw at us and and get the shot plays, the one on ones, like we did, was absolutely huge. I mean that 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 game could have been you know ten to ten to nothing or ten to three at half with the way Rocky didn't play defense. But we hit all the shots that we had to, and put ourselves in a very comfortable situation at halftime. And that was something I wasn't sure that we could get done, just based off how good they played defense and what we've seen in the past. So the players have mentioned. We talked to Nick and and Logan, and he mentioned. Uh, I don't know if it's between the third and fourth quarter, but you got everybody over. You, they all went down on one knee, and you told them that San Diego State had just knocked off Boise State. Uh, I know you tried to block that out, but uh, there was a moment, I guess, you're up big, and you think, now's the time to go ahead and let these guys know what happened. Well, I, to be honest, I, I really had planned on not telling them at all, but 
the game was kind of getting a little chippy for whatever reason, and I, and I, you got there's some frustration obviously on the other sideline. It's been a long year, and it was getting chippy, and I was concerned that that all right, we know we're going to play. We're not fixing to give up 35 points in the fourth quarter anyway, even if we run the ball every down, uh, which we basically did for the most part in the fourth quarter. I didn't want somebody doing something stupid and and, and retaliating. We still got a couple personal fouls that honestly just fired me up anyway. But um, it, it was it was getting away from where we wanted to go, and I felt like the best thing to do was tell them, calm down, finish the game, be smart. we got another game ahead of us. It's way more important than what we're doing right now. And for the most part, guys responded the right way. Um, we had the game in hand at that point, felt very comfortable we were going to finish it. I didn't want to. I don't want somebody to retaliate and throw a punch and get kicked out of the game, or to to come in and and throw a helmet in and get a targeting call. We need every available body we have for for next Saturday, and and that's really the reason I addressed it with them. I want to ask you about that in just a second, but I, I'm curious, who was it that mentioned to you that the uh, San Diego State Boise score? Well, uh, Co- Coach Rober- Coach Roberson uh, was on the sideline and tracked it, and he kind of pointed at me one time and I just kind of waved him off like I don't want to know yet <laughs> we're not there yet and I said I don't want to know anything till it is done till it's over I don't want to know a thing till it's over we're focused on what we're doing and as we were breaking to the fourth quarter to go to the media timeout he said it's over it's done they want it we're in if we can finish and at that point I felt like it was the right thing to do to bring the guys up so they just knew what we, where we were what we're dealing with so so again somebody doesn't retaliate something stupid and, and get kicked out of the game or or Get somebody hurt. We we substituted a lot of guys. We got a bunch of dudes off the field that, that didn't need to take any more collisions. That's where the touchdown came from defensively. We had a bunch of young dudes out there that haven't played all season long. and You, know, I, you love to hold them to three, but at the end of the day, next week's way bigger than what happens you know, in that fourth quarter. I was going to ask you about that, Coach. Uh, obviously, Pat, Joyner Jr., Shaq, Logan, Pease. Uh, got a bunch of guys banged up. How, how is the health of those guys right now? Too early to tell. I mean, it. it you know, you heard Logan. He's tough. He'll, he'll figure out a be, way to be. He's a terrible oh, liar. Yeah. He does not feel good. <laughs> he's full of crap. But he's tough, and he'll he'll figure it out. We'll we'll be smart this week if we got to. Um, I think Pat will be okay. He probably could have gone back. Shaq got his bell rung. I'm hoping that he responds. He, he grabbed me right after I walked upstairs, Coach. I'm good, but. Um, Peasley came down on the shoulder. If it was his left shoulder, I'd see if he'd fine. It's his throwing arm. Don't know. We'll, we'll just have to play with who's healthy, man. It's, it is that, it's that time of year. and We've been pretty fortunate to be as healthy as we are because we are super thin anyway, and we've managed uh, our roster fairly well and, and, and have survived all season. So we'll have to do it, uh, we'll have to do it one more week. Nine wins, uh, a division title the uh, first time since Matt Wells, who, by the way, was here today. Uh, yeah, my man Wells, he made the trip, didn't he? Yeah, he was. Uh, he came on at halftime too, and uh, yeah, you know, I think he's uh, he's he's aiming for a media job too. I think he can <laughs> knock it out of the park. Uh, he's trying to get me out of this chair. You're going to get Kev. You're going to get him all nervous <laughs> over there in that other seat. But uh, but I mean, I, I know reflections coming up and stuff. But my goodness, coach, what what a heck of a season! I mean, oh, you got to take a lot of pride in what you've been able to do. You know, this has been. God has put us on an amazing journey since I got here in December. Uh, when I got ready to get on that plane and realized the guys weren't going to play the last game, I really didn't know what I was stepping into. And I just I just said, man, you know, it's in your hands. That's where you want me to be. I trust that's where you want me to be. You got a, you got a plan in place. And, um, 
man, he's just every step of the way. We've gotten closer and closer. All the things, the turmoil of, of the transition, man, not one, not one time, not one time all year since I got the job, since we started, you know, really off-season work in January, not one time has it come up. We just moved forward and got closer and closer, and guys bought in more and more, and leadership stepped up in every area. And, man, just guys just blessed it. And it's been a lot of fun. Um, the kids deserve the credit. I continue to say that. We put them, we point them in a direction, and if they didn't want to do it, we wouldn't be here. They they bought in, and they did the heavy lifting. They did the work. And um, when you got great leadership in the locker room, you got a chance. And, and that's what we've gotten, uh, a bunch of them. So I, I've been beyond proud of them and proud for them. I hurt last week for them when we lost that game, but I, I you know, I just, you know, just buried our head down and tried to finish well and, and pray that we got some help and we got exactly what we needed. Man, I'm I'm super excited to get that chance to go uh, do something that nobody thinks we can do. And you know, coach, it, it it sort of bears itself out when you're on the road, six and zero for the first time in school history, undefeated on the road. Seriously? I, yeah. yeah. In yeah. school history. Wow. That's cool. I That's mean, super cool. To, to rebound and respond from last week and be resilient. I mean, congratulations to you and your staff for, I mean, putting these kids in position. Yeah, the kids go out and do it, but you, you guys have done a tremendous job of putting them in, into spots where they can succeed. And Aggie Nation just is, is thankful and grateful today for an opportunity to next week go get a Mountain West championship. How about that? I know nobody would have thought that was possible when we started this ride, but uh, man, you just you never know with uh, with a group of dudes that work as hard as they do. Staff's done an amazing job of preparing and really utilizing the skill sets that we do have. I mean, we've maximized our strengths, we've minimized our weaknesses, and, and it's shown up at times. We're not a perfect team by any means. We've taken our lumps, but um, man, everybody everybody's bought in and done a phenomenal job. That's from that's from the scout team guys all the way up. Uh, through the head coach and and I as I said in the beginning man, it's it's we feel beyond blessed to uh, to be on this journey and hopefully it ain't over pick to finish fifth in the division ends up finishing first with a division title today and a chance to win a conference championship next week in California coach uh you, you know I know you didn't want to do the coaches show next week but uh <laughs> yeah you, you got to do it now Crap. sorry Crap. Ryan Sorry, That's all right, man. Hey, well, maybe we only have to do half of it, though, right? There we go. Well, we can we can do half and half. We're gonna let Ryan have a little basketball time too, man. We can multitask. We can uh, half and half. Man, hey, dude. Hey, if it keeps, if we're winning games and we're playing for titles, I'll do as many coaches shows as possible. <laughs> Appreciate it, coach. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thanks, coach. guys. Take care. There you go. The head coach of the Utah State Aggies, Blake Anderson. All right, we'll hand out some awards coming up next and wrap this thing up. Utah State wins thirty-five to ten over New Mexico. Your Mountain Division champions at 9-3 and three on the season. And we'll take on San Diego State next week for a conference championship. It's all straight ahead. You're listening to Aggie Football from Learfield. All right, final here in New Mexico. Utah State 6-0 and on the road for the first time in school history. The Aggies win 35-10 to over New Mexico in a game that, frankly, wasn't even that close. Aggies really could have poured it on had they wanted to. Uh, but knowing that they were going to a conference championship game after – San Diego State, who, by the way, was down 16-3 to right out of the gate, ends up coming back and beating Boise State 27-16. You know what feels good today? Utah State winning, winning a division title, and Boise losing. I mean, it's just like it's the day that just keeps on giving, man. <laughs> uh, 
I would agree with you. Uh, and when they got up 16-3 to against the Aztecs, we just didn't know if San Diego State would have the offense to be able to come back. And as they started to chip away at it, they got a score right before the half. And then they got the ball back and got a field goal right before the half and made it a 16-13 game at the half. And we thought, okay, now game on. Now Utah State's got to take care of business. And then they came out and went 28 nothing at the half. Here, Utah State was spot on, locked in, took care of their own business. And then in between the third and fourth quarters, they got to get the news. Yeah. And how cool must have that been on the sideline knowing, you know what, we, we finished this thing off and we're going to play for a championship next week. You know, the, and the reasoning was, I think, pretty fascinating in which Coach said, look, you know, it was chippy. It was getting a little nasty out there. And I wanted our guys to calm down and realize there's more that we're playing for than just today. So calm down out there. Because remember, Byron Vaughn's had a personal foul penalty. Mick Aliafua had one. So did uh, Pukesi Vakauta. And it started to get a little bit, yeah, chippy. And uh, and Coach said it right there. If one of our guys throws a, throws a punch, they're out next week. If, yeah. if another personal foul penalty, you're out next week. So he wanted to get those guys off the field, get the young guys in, get some action. And, oh, by the way, boys, let's just finish out the right way, keep level heads, and let's get this thing done and get to Carson, California next Saturday. I, I it, It's so fun to think about playing for a conference championship right now. I didn't think it, it was going to happen in year one in Blake Anderson's tenure. We thought they're a little thin at offensive line especially, and he said it. They've just been able to manage it. They've been able to adjust the offense enough to be able to manufacture enough plays using their playmakers in space. And then I just thought today Devin Tompkins is an unsung hero because he drew all the attention that allowed Derek Wright to go for 150 yards, a career high for Derek Wright, two touchdowns, including that beautiful 76-yard bomb from Logan Bonner, which was so special. And, uh, you know, just a great team effort all the way around. Really was. Really was. Well said. Utah State gets it done 35-10. to 10. Time for our Everlight Solar Player of the Game. And I think you and I are on the same page on this. Five touchdowns today. Uh, Logan Bonner's got to be our player of the game. 16 of 23, 306, and five touchdowns. Joins Chucky, Jordan Love, Brent Snyder, Anthony Calvillo, Tony Adams as the only quarterbacks in Utah State history to throw five touchdowns in a game. And, oh, by the way, ties Jordan Love for the career excuse me, the single season touchdown record with 32. And I was just asked um, about uh, do championship game and those and bowl games count as stats. Yes, they do. So I would certainly hope that Logan Bonner will set the record uh, for the uh, most touchdowns thrown in a season. And likely most yardage as well because he's now going to be over 3,200 yards uh, on the season. I think he'll be at about 32-36 if I remember right. Yeah, came in with 29-30. So, yeah, he's at 32. So, yeah, he, he... he could break both those records. He absolutely could. In fact, it would be a little disappointing if he didn't. And how about we're going to actually have a 14-game season this year? Yeah. Because we're going to get a championship game, and then we certainly have a bowl game in the future. we still got two more, two more opportunities, Aggie Nation, yeah. for this team to continue to perform and perhaps get to a double-digit win season. Wouldn't that be something from where it was a year ago to right now? How you feeling, Aggies Nation? All right, so we do have the drive of the game brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships. Um, what are you thinking? I'm looking at the drive charts. Do you know they had uh, an eight-play, 86-yard drive that, that uh, got them to that, I think it was 21 to nothing at the time. And that was a drive that they started to get the run game going a little bit, mixing and, uh, of, of run of Calvin Tyler, and then it finished off with the, uh, the 39-yard touchdown throw from Logan Bonner to Jordan Nathan. And it was so cool to see Jordan Nathan yeah. get a touchdown catch. I meant to ask Coach about that, too. 
doggone it. Well, we'll bring it up at the coaches show what it was like to get Jordan Nathan that touchdown because Jordan Nathan's played the role of good soldier all season long, done everything that's asked of him. It just hasn't been in that uh, upper echelon of wide receivers and to be able to pull down that uh, touchdown. It's got to be a good moment for him. Uh, I agree with you. That's uh, that, that to me is your drive of the game for sure. Um, so next week, next Saturday, week from tomorrow, Utah State and San Diego State in the conference championship game from Carson, California. Don't don't be hopping on the airfare and uh, making plane tickets for San Diego. Go to LAX. Go to uh, what's the other one that's a real John good Wayne. Not John Wayne. Um, Orange County. Uh, let's see. Uh, Burbank. Uh, Burbank. Burbank or Ontario. I always go to – I think Burbank's a really good airport. Didn't we fly out of Ontario when we came back from San Diego a couple of years ago? Yeah, we had to fl- – yeah, that's a long story. We had yeah, to bus we'll, up because you can't we'll, fly out of San Diego after we'll like 10 o'clock later. at night. <laughs> yeah. Some stupid rule like that. But, but yeah, there's, uh, there's some options out there. You're about a 15-minute Uber ride from LAX to Carson, California. And, and do we get to say next week that uh, perhaps some of these Aggies are kind of a big deal against San Diego State? There you go. You may not know this. They're kind of a big deal. All right, that wraps it up for us. Big thanks to uh, Eric Jensen back in studio, Ajay Salveson, who's been up and down and all around this university stadium. Uh, for Coach Kevin, or Coach for Kevin White, I'm Scott Gerard, and also for Coach Blake Anderson and Logan Bonner, everybody, and hey, Matt Wells, who joined us as well. Maybe we ought to get Matt to come down to, to Carson next week with us. Good luck charm. Although Scotty, you, my man, are the good luck charm. <laughs> Happy to have you back. It's good to be back, and we'll have a championship game next week. Remember, Aggie basketball coming up tomorrow in the Spectrum. And, uh, boy, look, how about this? You got a game tomorrow in the Spectrum, Tuesday, and then St. Mary's, I think, on Thursday. Thursday. And then Friday, we'll fly out to Carson. Ooh, that's a good week. That's a good week of hoops and football right there. This has been Aggie football. Utah State with the win. Your division champs, 35-10 to 10 over New Mexico. By the way, I've had a few people tweet at me uh, that are up in Cache Valley that may want to uh, meet the team when they get off the plane. Plane expected around uh, – the itinerary they gave us was around 6.15. Could be a little later than that. I'm sure guys might be uh, a little late getting to the uh, buses out to the plane. So I would say anywhere from like 6.15 to 7 o'clock will probably be the time – the team arrives in Logan on the charter. You're listening to Aggie Football from Learfield. It's time to run it back. This is your Aggie Game Recap. Two receivers in the near, one to the far. Second and six coming up for Utah State. Fake the handoff. Bonner has pressure, looking to the outside. Has a man, it is up, it is caught. And that is a Utah State touchdown. Derek Wright, another score on a fly route to the outside. Bonner rolling right. Looking to throw, looking deep. He's got a man wide open. Caught! Touchdown, Utah State! How about that? Jordan Nathan. Noah Steves to the right of Bonner. Devin Tompkins in motion to the near side. Bonner looks that way. Pump fakes, then throwing middle of the field. Looking for his man, and Bowling has it. Yes! Touchdown, Utah State! Brandon Bowling reels in the touchdown, and the Aggies with their third touchdown of the first half. Bonner looking left, throwing Got a man, it is caught, Derek Wright to the 35, 20, 15, 10, put it on the board. That is a Utah State touchdown, and the Aggies blow the doors open here in New Mexico. Motion man is Carson Terrell to the near side. New Mexico shows pressure, it's a free play. Bonner looking to the end zone, caught, did he get a foot in? Yes, Justin McGriff, a fingertip catch, got the foot in. It's a touchdown for Utah State. Cooper Lagarde takes the knee. 
And folks, that is it. Utah State is your 2021 Mountain Division champions. They've come to Albuquerque. They've blown out the Lobos 35 to 10. And with that win, Utah State has cemented a spot in the Mountain West Conference Championship game in Carson, California, coming up next week against San Diego State for a right to win a conference championship.